of Steam, Steel, and Murder is back with another regular session game of our ongoing chronicles. This recording is session 60. I'm bringing the season to a close within the next three sessions. When we pick up again after a few months, things will have changed drastically in the world of Metapole. We're giving this campaign a break for a while after session 62. Partly so that I can work on the finishing touches for the Steam, Steel, and Murder RPG supplement, and partly due to the levels of power creep we are facing in the game. I'll put a recording in the feed after session 63 explaining this a bit more. When the season ends, I'm starting a Deadlands Savage Worlds game, and we intend to run through the Flood module. Those recordings will be put in the feed as well. But for now, session 60, part 1. Enjoy. Bert, Bert, could you, mm-hmm. could you uh, give us a quick recap of what I will. Uh, let me pull things up here real quick. Okay, because uh, it's been a little while, and mm-hmm. I may or may not have forgotten everything. And <laughs> we're in Egypt. There and we are have other archaeologists to stab. Oh no! Like I remember that we're going to go tomb robbing, like the <laughs> tomb of Seta and all the rest of that. Mm-hmm. But the NPCs that were. Like the, I think there was like the evil version of Hundergard or the eviler version of Hundergard, and <laughs> a ger- me. and a German guy. Are you talking worse than evil von Hundergard? I mean, you know, it's theoretically possible, just like Infinity. I mean, uh, really, the only person you met last time was uh, Bartholomew Fleetwood, who Jameis uh, said the description sounded a lot like uh, the actor for Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that dude. Actually, uh, I said that. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I think we all, it was a community thing. <laughs> right, and you were informed that uh, the legacy that was left behind for the first person to inquire was, in fact, uh, a map to a tomb, which you should all have in your handout still. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bartholomew informs you that, uh, alas, uh, the legacy does not include the rights to dig there and that there is currently a dig going on at this moment <coughs> at this tomb site. Uh, you were given a list of, uh, people who, as far as he knew, uh, the major contributors to that dig, uh, being... Uh, the leader is Jasper Waddleford, um, along with here, Doctor, and this might be the German guy, Professor Joseph Klein, uh, was there as well, uh, as well as a few other people uh, on the dig. And it is a full dig, so they have a support staff, they have, you know, college students out there with them as well, several natives, uh, for bearers and for sand moving. Bartholomew is unable to tell you how far they've penetrated into the tomb but that they have only recently started their excavations. Sorry. We then got rights to excavate on the site next to theirs. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, yes, yes. You registered uh, to get rights to excavate on the site next to theirs. The other thing that you find in your uh, the handout that you were given there for the Tomb of Setna, <laughs> apparently there is a, at some point in time, uh, there is a grave robber's entrance uh, that may or may not still be intact that might get you into the tomb uh and bypassing their the Waddleford dig site. Um Waddleford. we know exactly where the tomb of Sydney is. It's on the map. <laughs> yes. Um all right and well, so we, we know they have already reached the tomb, they just have not breached it yet. You don't know they you don't know whether they've breached it yet or not. 
you know they have been there not long, uh, that they have already started digging. Bartholomew is unable to tell you how far they have reached, or if at all. Okay, well, let's go to this mm -hmm. grave robbers. Uh, the, uh, at the end of our last session, you guys have actually, uh, you, were, you have gotten expeditionary materials loaded up. Um, as there was no place to land your Zeppelin, you, ch uh, you chose to take conventional methods to get there. Basically a bunch of jeeps. Uh. <laughs> There was some shopping I wanted we to do before we... We land the Zeppelin on top of their dig site. Uh, you, that's just it. You can't. <laughs> Your Zeppelin can run, can land just fine on water, but it cannot land on land without a Zeppelin hook. Oh, we can't squish oh, can't, can't, yeah. we tether, can't we tether it? There's nothing to tether it to. That's the thing. <laughs> we go get a large, large iron spike. And we tether it to each of the people in the dig site individually and watch them fly off until I'm, there's no I'm one sure, left. I, I'm, hmm. yeah, I, I am sure that uh, that uh, Roman pillar over there left by some previous expedition Sure, no one will mind if we tether a zeppelin no. to it. You actually did a flyby, and that was what yeah. you had ascertained was that there was nowhere mm. that you could put your zeppelin. Yeah. Also, without it growing, uh, bringing a great deal of attention to you as well. Oh well, I I think there is only you know, there are only two people in this party who are incapable of bringing attention to themselves. So. Uh, kind of stick out like sore thumbs. Jameis, there was quite a bit of shopping that was done at the end of last episodes for preparing. So anything you wanted to get, uh, just you know, it'll be added to the list of stuff. Dynamite? <laughs> well, no. Um, Damn it! Yeah, I would have. Actually, well, explosives are. Yeah, you, you do have some dynamite because it is part of the archaeological package. Sometimes you have to blow boulders out of the way. <laughs> Marlo looks happy for the first time. Marlo is not allowed near the dynamite. Would I have been I am able the explosives to... guy. Yeah, he is. I know, but you are not allowed to touch the stuff. You can I, advise. I bought it. It's mine. Right here. It's sweaty dynamite, too, by the way. <laughs> Would I and I get a new party. My, um, my gadgets. Would you be able to uh, what? Really? Of the stunts I got. Will I have acquired them yet or not yet? Not yet, because you haven't had, you don't have a lab, and you don't have a person to make ah. them. <laughs> what is he does? He's got beta. I must get beta on it. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, but beta, unfortunately, to... only has a level one lab aboard the Zeppelin, so he cannot make these things. <laughs> so, things I wanted to get the essence? was a box of electronic parts, so if we need to do some, oh, we need to repair rolls and create something. Oh, look, I've got this box of parts I can use. A generic and also, box of parts. Okay. Yeah, and also, uh, James has no idea what to get, but um, a, a, box, a bottle of suitable alcohol for the hotel manager is appreciation for the fine work of him and his staff. <laughs> well, given he's probably Muslim, no. Yeah, I just want to make sure He is, in sure fact, not, as the, uh, the hotel is basically taken over by Englishmen. <laughs> yes. yeah. I stab him in the face till I get a Muslim. All his servants, of course, are Egyptian. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I just uh, want to make sure I have adequate supplies for the camera, notebooks, and right. as, as nice Logan has, as Logan says on his blog, bribe people before you need their services. So <laughs> just bribing the hotel manager so he's going to be more appreciative to when we try and do things later on. Mm. <laughs> and I was thinking about sending up a distress beacon so the Zeppelin can come and get us. But ah, what the hell? I'm sure we'll live. Um, real quick, do we? Um, I don't know much about pharmacology. Um, so like. Could oh well, we... you're gonna die. That's all right. That, that's that's fine to eat. Just eat some of that. Well, no, like <laughs> perhaps um, someone who is really sneaky could get into their um, water slash food supply and poison it with something mild that gives them um, various 
you know, like diarrhea. I don't know. I'm not a pharmacologist. Considering where we are, they already have that. <laughs> <laughs> this, it's called dysentery. This, you just live with it here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, actually. Your water yeah. purification has never been a big deal. Well, I mean, but... If, you don't have a few dozen amoeba in your stomach. You're just not native. Right. But if we could get the <laughs> natives... got that much life in it, then it's got to be good for you. <laughs> if we could get the natives not to work, then... They they can't dig, and we can act in peace. Um, I think these natives are probably going to continue working, even if it means they're prob- they're going to die. For I heard a hint that we might find the grave robbers' entrance, and so we should do that rather than attack the other team, and then we can race towards the prize. Oh. Yes, do, yes, do keep in mind that they are the ones with the legal permit to dig, and you are not. So uh, any illegal activities that you do upon them, you you do note that there are many soldiers around the dig sites. Um, it I has, mean, hasn't an official body been set up yet for archaeological digs. Oh yes, good. So yeah, yeah we can all, we can always frame them for some wrongdoing or misconduct in the digs. Well, okay, good guy. Let's get out there and see what we find. How nice yep. we are. Sure, that's no problem. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Jameis, how much did you want to spend on the box of parts? Essentially, whatever level you spend is the, uh, the possibility that the right part might be in there up to your resource level. (laughs) Uh, see, what is my resource level at the moment? Resource level is only three. I'm going to spend up level two. Okay. I I don't mind buying resources levels so we can get a four kit. It's, I'm mainly thinking of things like if we need to create a remote detonator or something, we've got a bunch of spare parts we can do that with. That's fine. I mean, yeah, so yeah. let's combine our resources and get yeah. a four-level kit. All right. Uh, to get the electronics of that uh, worth, as a level four, is uh, that is a lot of money. Quite a bit. Um, it, it's, quite a bit. You're not going to be able to assemble that quickly. Okay. So it, it, <laughs> could we assemble a level three quickly? Uh, yes, yes, you can. Okay, well, let's just get a level three yeah. and move on. Okay, boom, done. Yep, yep we move on. We go to the dig site. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys basically have a caravan of lorries and jeeps uh, carrying all of your dig equipment. Uh, you have your official uh, certification to dig on the site next to the Waddleford Expedition. It's basically a peak right over. And uh, you set off. Uh, do you bother hiring? I mean, because uh, who? Okay, first of all, who is going and who is not? You have a you have various number of NPCs along with you. So other than the player characters and their various sidekicks, exactly. And are the sidekicks going? Are you leaving your hotel room uh, barren? Are you leaving someone behind? So what is I'm, happening? I am going to ask Miss Ellerby to stay behind the hotel and keep an eye on all of our rooms. I'm expecting our rooms will get robbed sooner or later. Whoever pays off the hotel manager the most will be the one to get in there, but they will get robbed. Won't a large number of gorillas be an adequate deterrent for anything but most determined? They're on the ship. They're not staying in the room. (laughs) The the ship is something valuable. Leave it on the ship, but they can still get in the room. Mm. If if you don't care for what they're going to nick something from the room, leave it in the room. Otherwise, I'll assume anything in the room is going to get robbed. Okay, just flat out assume that. So anything uh, you don't care yes. about, leave it in the room. Anything precious, up in the zeppelin. Mm-hmm. I'll take you, Frederick, with me. All right. Yeah. Let me George is with me. Permissions to Frederick. Uh, you have them already. Okay. And you're taking uh, George. Uh, do, right. do we still have our two damsels in distress? No, you made a pit stop uh, and dropped them off before coming this far okay. in Gibraltar. Right. Good. 
Did we? I thought they were still here with us. I believe you dropped them off in Gibraltar. <laughs> I thought we did too, but yeah. in that case, I'm going to take yeah, this. Yeah, we dropped with them me. off in Gibraltar. I'm not going to leave her oh. there by herself if she can't have Frederick there to keep company. Um, she could have a taking... gorilla to keep her company. Well, I'll give are her we the taking... choice. Do you want to come with me or do you want to stay here in, in town here? Uh, she's your character. She does what you say. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to take her with me. Yeah. Uh, do we take Xander with us? <laughs> do you take who with you? Xander. Xander. Uh, Xander uh, would prefer to stay with the Zeppelin. Xander uh, stays there, there are repairs that need to be made. Yes. The, the I would prefer Xander to stay with the Zeppelin, too. Yes. Then Z- Xander does what he wants to do. Right. Yeah, I'm saying if the if the PCs are like, oh no, we must have Xander with us, dude. Yeah. No. That and his wheelchair isn't kitted out with the all-terrain tires. No, I think Xander has made enough sacrifices for the cause. <laughs> and and plus, we all want someone to uh, come to our daring rescue with the airship, so we can make our dramatic exit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a question. Do you leave a quantum radio with anyone that you're leaving behind? Uh, which would be Xander and I throw Xander. Right. <clears throat> all right. Uh, I would have given it to. I, yeah, I, t- I take I take it off of uh, Marcus's character's corpse and throw it. Over oh, actually, uh, we're going to retcon a little bit. Uh, a, as uh, as Bishop uh, actually got off in Gibraltar uh, when the, when you dropped the pirates off, uh, he got with off with the ladies. Yes, uh, with yep. the ladies yeah, because his he wife needs... is not going to be happy. Well, because he has the contacts to try and find their. Uh, whatever family they have left. Um, and two, there were lots of paperwork that needed to be done with the pirates, etc. And uh, he decides to stay behind and finish all that up. And we'll take a train as soon as he is able to, to catch up with you all. I steal his quantum radio. Yes, that's fine. And give it to Xander, who I like better. <laughs> Xander took a bullet for you. No, Xander took... Well, Xander took a bullet because of my stupid plan, so... I feel guilty over that. All right, then. So it sounds like everyone except for Xander and the apes uh, are coming along. And I, what was Beta? It sounds coming? like a bad Beta. Uh, Beta actually is going to be working on. Uh, he's going to be helping Xander do the repairs. Okay, so he's not coming because you just said Xander and the apes are behind. That's true. What about Beta? Uh, yeah, Beta will stay behind too uh, with his manservant. And his manservant. Yes, and they will affect repairs on the Zeppelin. Uh, everyone else is piling into a bunch of jeeps uh, and lorries. And so the question, do you hire uh, teams of locals and diggers, etc., or are you just going out yourself? I will leave that up to the archaeologists. Yes. It is not uncommon for a, an initial site lay to be done. So if you showed up without a huge number of crew uh, on a new site... A, we should hire a small team of people who are known to the society... Um, but not a large number. We'll just make it look like we're surveying. Okay. And also they can prove additional protection from any bandits or raiders in the area. Are we letting them in on what we're doing? Um, hmm. I don't know. Bartholomew, are these people? Can you recommend some fully trustworthy people? Or uh, are certainly, we- certainly, monsieur. We have, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No. Trustworthy? Last time. <laughs> no, I'm saying we have men that have been fully vetted. No, of course not. They are not uh, these, uh, these rabble Egyptians. No, no. These are uh, well-trusted men, uh, good Belgian men, and uh, some, you know, uh, some... Oh, we, okay, we have some Irishmen aboard, too. But 
impeccable. These are, these are the most, uh, uh, although I must ask, uh, uh, do you truly wish them to be uh, with the digging and the excavation, or do you need them more as, shall we say, the security? I regret not sending a steam of checker ahead. <laughs> I, I think we will require more protection and people to put on a good show. Yes, yes, yes. I got an arrange. Oh, six men by morning. Thank you. Oh, one, one. Where is that guy from that went um, through so many accents? Yes, yes, I have to screw you. <laughs> he, is, um, he is foreign. This is the script. That's right. He, is, he has the foreign accent. There you go. He has, um, the, he has an accent. Of so, yeah, he, uh, since you're the one talking to him, uh, uh, there, Hundergaard, uh, he does, uh, uh, you know, wait, uh, for you to, uh, What's your resources like? <laughs> I've got a resources of three. Resources of three. Okay. Uh, well, yes, he appears to be waiting for something. <laughs> know how this works. Um, yeah, I I will start going through a check. I'll go through my checkbook then. Mm, of course, the uh, the standard renomination, uh, six men, will be just fine. And in my estimate, it's an archaeologist. I do what that be. <laughs> well, if you were just hiring uh, people of burden, uh, shovelers, diggers, the like, uh, you know, probably 10 per day, but uh, these people are expecting uh, to catch and shoot bullets, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, is a resources three going to be able to cut it? Oh, certainly, yeah, but uh, the question is, what are you writing it for? Um, I am writing it for the correct amount for protection. Okay, and what do you think that would be? Oh, come on. Can I trick off archaeologist here? Not on archaeology, since you're not really hiring archaeologists. Um, if you've got some kind of skill in bribery, streetwise, or anything like that. Otherwise, it's just a straight-out knowledge skill, minus three. Uh, I'll go scholarship of five, so I'll give it a roll. All right. And the very uh, the first okay. go so that will be a four. Four. Not a problem. Oh, yes, he looks at it. Uh, his eyebrows uh, rise just slightly. He says, oh, of course, I will get the best. The best that I can get. Please and do. He folds the this check. This is of the utmost. I wish to you a good journey, then. And many an enjoyable exploit here to you. All right, now the lorries and jeeps are filled with six more men, uh, your excavation equipment, uh, as you're heading out to the Valley of Kings. Uh, this area of the road is actually very well uh, patrolled uh, by mostly Egyptian police, uh, with occasionally you will see uh, uh, British troops as well, but it's mostly uh, local troops. And you are stopped many times, uh, coming down, asking to see your paperwork, asking to see, uh, um, money probably. No, well, uh, that's up to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with bribery, these things tend to go faster, but you do have all the proper paperwork. Uh, everybody was, uh, in advance, have your passport stamped, etc. cetera. Uh. Yeah, um, if they start trying to poke around the vans or getting too inquisitive, as in they are obviously doing it so they have an excuse, then money will change hands. No, they, uh, okay, uh, well, if you wish to bribe, it will significantly cut down on the, uh, the inspection of your passports. Otherwise, like the first one you come to, they actually radio in and they make you wait as they check, uh, your correct passports and if the paperwork's correct. One guy even tries to see if the signature on your dig permit will smudge or not. 
<laughs> they check our passports. Mm. Yes. <laughs> um, after huh. the first time, uh, well, it says a, the great audit. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> a judicious bribe at the next point makes that a much hurried uh, investigation as they simply see that you have papers of some sort in your possession. Here, I'm, I'm also from Palestine as well. It has written on it the word paper. Yes. Permit, <laughs> written in big, friendly letters. I have mm. document forging. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, we actually had the correct document. We had the yes. correct document. I have. Yeah, because someone have... else made made it a forgery roll. That's why. Mm. <laughs> so. Okay. Uh, so, uh, the Valley of Kings, uh, as, uh, as its description, uh, is indeed a valley. It has, uh, very high-sided walls. Uh, a lot of it, uh, is still crumbling. It's not very, it's not set. A lot of it is very, you know, sandy, uh, wind-beaten, etc. Uh, the roads themselves, while they do have a modest amount of upkeeping done, are still very rocky. Um, you have small dust storms that are kicked up by vehicles in front of you, making visibility very poor. Uh, who's driving? Or are you letting one of your workers drive? Well, we've got a couple of vans. We need to go through. We're taking yes. a couple of jeeps, so we can have mm -hmm. a lot of go at it. The one in the lead, I'm assuming that some PCs are going to be in the lead, since the person with the licenses and such needs to be at the head of the caravan. Yeah, I'll probably be the one driving just because they actually have the skill, unlike all the others. Right. <laughs> okay, just... Um, I, yeah, I have a drive of one. I have a drive of one. <laughs> I have a drive of two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're driving. Are you I going through any one. kind of uh, ob obfuscation with your ape there, or is he just blatantly looking like an ape? He's, he's an ape. They said apes were fine to have us mm -hmm. around, so yeah, he's an ape. All right. Carry on. He's George. Yes. They assume he is a trained George. animal. A trained <laughs> animal that smokes like. cigars. Yep. All Got right. Some good training there. Okay, with uh Gavin in the lead. Um Gavin, go ahead and give me a driving roll as uh it is very hard to see anything in front of you. Um You ever said I had actually roll. Is that your total? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, it's the the sand that's kept kicked up by the wind and the vehicles in front of you. It's not that the wind is particularly fierce, but the sand itself is very granular. It's picked up by wind quite easily, and the vehicles in front of you just kind of whip it all up in its path. Uh, it is bad enough that you're you're going at a crawl and your visibility is is nil. I mean, you can barely see a few feet ahead of you. Luckily, looking at the map, you know that you're in no danger of falling off a gorge. Wow. Uh, or anything else, uh, you I may be nine chips. <laughs> okay, you may be one. in danger of hitting a car in front of you. Um, you can spin it if you want. I'm just kind of giving you how difficult it, difficult it is to see around you. I am going to spend it on eye for detail because I think that's entirely appropriate. Eye for detail. Give me a four. To give you a four, a four is enough to you can make out the brake lights uh, of vehicles in front of you. So you're you've got an idea of how much distance to keep. Uh, still doesn't do a lot to help you with visibility, though. Uh, at this point, sort of, it's not worth you for spending tons and tons of chips. Mm -hmm. We've got someone with much better glasses who might be able to see a bit better in this dust storm. Isn't that right? Nudge, nudge. Josh, Josh. <laughs> No, apparently he's asleep at the wheel. <laughs> Already? Yes, as a lorry just, you know, crams into the side of a mountain range. Okay, just like we stole Marcus's, uh, Marcus's uh, phone. He doesn't have a radio. Stealing his, stealing his uh, goggles. He can't. Aww. 
Yeah, that, <laughs> okay. I, that I am yeah. stealing something the GM gave. Unfortunately, <laughs> he spent chips yeah, on his. Yes, so yeah, it doesn't work that way. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, uh, so yes, uh, Gavin, you're at least able to to see ahead of you how uh, how the traffic is in front of you, and apparently the people in front of you are just barreling forward um, as they're going at a pretty good clip. They don't seem to be concerned at all. So what is the plan? Are you going to drive right past the dig site uh, into your dig site, or how do you wish to approach? Um, what time will we arrive? Uh, this is like you're, you would set off fairly early morning um, because you want to get there in enough time to erect your tents to be able to get out of the heat of the day. Yes, that's what we should do. We should go to our dig site and set up camp, even if it's just a show camp. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to yep. need some shelter and the sand. Okay. Um, Righty, your uh, your camp uh, is separated by uh, the Setna's tomb camp by a ridgeline. Uh, it is not a very tall ridgeline, um, but it is uh, beneficial in that the whipped up sand from the wind seems to be abated somewhat by this ridgeline. So you actually uh, are in the lee of this line, and so your campsite is relatively flee- free of blowing dust. Uh, the visibility is quite good. Uh, oh, so are we uh, yeah, to answer your question there, James, I have moderate, not much. That's more than I have. Uh, so are we actually at where the map says the tomb of Setna? Because we, we may be anywhere. We don't know where the tomb is. Actually. Right. Um, you are, the map doesn't show the ridge line, uh, but if you guys are looking at the map, um, actually, you, you see where the star is. It says the tomb of Setna, and there's kind of yeah. a, a ridge line there to the left. Uh, you got, your camp is just, uh, just on the other side of that ridge line. So, like, just to the left of the Tomb of Setna there. It's not like we're over near the Tomb of I thinking it's the Tomb of Setna. No. I don't know. We could have. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well it up. has been forever since I've updated my character. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot more chips than I thought I did. Uh, right. Sharon will be our expert here because she has an actual studied knowledge, whereas I have a hobby's knowledge. So. Oh, boy. Okay. That's all right, though. This is pulp archaeology. Remember, dynamite <laughs> the way to go. Exactly, it's pulp archaeology. Dynamite. <laughs> yes. Besides, I've read all about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, we can't do any worse than a certain person who nuked the fridge. So. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, you your Sorry. men are skilled enough uh, to start making camp. They do actually know how to pitch a proper camp. Uh, they start up. Uh, you know, they shut down your jeeps and lorries have to be guarded against as far as, uh, dust getting into manifolds, things like that. So like the tailpipes are clogged up. Uh, you know, all the windows are rolled up. In- any kind of intake is basically someone shoves some cloth into it to keep the sand from getting in. So you have uh, basically one large pavilion tent, uh, which is kind of used as your, uh, this is where you would lay artifacts out, uh, to observe, or you're basically your meeting room. Then each of you have your own, uh, own tent as well. It's, it's tall enough to stand up in and seat two or three comfortably inside. And you do get all this broken out. Uh, I'm assuming you guys are doing something else. So it's your six men that are setting this all up and they're doing it at a pretty good clip as they're trying to get it erected before the sun truly comes out and it becomes uh, a sweltering, well, the desert that it is. <laughs> uh, so in the meantime, I'm wearing my normal crumpled suit, but with a white pith helmet. <laughs> right. I've got my old traveling clothes readjusted. <laughs> Unfortunately, we've lost the guy who makes archaeology easy. Yep. Yep. Sadly, we lost the guy who was probably the most important person to have around. 
Huzzahs! Um, yes, I, I did... take some pictures. Oh, it's I... guilt. It's guilt that we lost. No, no, no. Okay, Joshua, who has his glasses? The guy with the oh, glasses. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I, I, I will fit in with the worker bees so that I look like just one of them. Sure. Then you're wearing uh, basically a white. Uh, I forget what they call those things. Uh, the head to toe kind of uh, <laughs> wrap that's all one piece. Oh, wow. The art guys have gone native. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I, uh, I will also have used some coffee to to make m myself look significant. Oh, yeah, I believe you did that last time. I have your role written down, actually. Um, so if you want to go with that, it was quite good. I mean, you yeah, got sure. an eight, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Yep. <laughs> did you happen to pick up any of the local dialects? Hell no. Okay, so <laughs> as long as you play mute, <laughs> you'll pass. Fairly well. Yeah, I, I did not think I had enough time to learn Arabic, sadly. Uh, no, um, no, I don't think you had a downtime of the week extra yeah. to do that. Yep. So, uh, all right, so you're you're uh, kind of meshing in with the other six men, so you're helping them? Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, your dog is camped out in your tent as it doesn't like the sand. <laughs> Frederick the Great! <laughs> you are the worst dog! <laughs> it whines for a bone and water. <laughs> Um, I give it bone and water, yeah. and then I give it an extra treat. <laughs> yes. He's there to give you a social boost, doesn't he? Uh, he gives me an alertness boost, yes, and and things like that. He has a nose unparalleled. Unfortunately, his belly's beginning to sag a bit. Yeah. Oh no, I, I spoil the dog mercilessly. I, he is just my pride and joy. I love him so much. All right. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Um, making my tent look. Oh, my, making my tent homey and taking some nice photos. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, since you uh, don't have all the dust being kept, kicked around, you've got some great scenic photos you can take up here. Unfortunately, uh, the other dig sites are at a distance where you really aren't going to be able to get great pictures of them. Um, does this your one... camera... Did you, did you buy your camera as a stunt by any chance? No, I did not. No, did not. Okay. So, yeah. So no telescopic lens, nothing like that. <clears throat> but yes, you can great get some very, very good land shots going on. Um, um the occasional photo of the other dig site, I, no matter how bad. I have spy gear, and I've never actually gotten it to work. Um, mm -hmm. No, okay, no bad. I'm gonna shut up now. Well, well, actually, if you go, you still have that stunt piece. Um, yeah, you, it could be configured into a a, a, a teles, uh, telescopic lens if you wanted it to. That's easy enough to do. Yeah, that's, that would just be setting it for this session, though. I mean, that's basically yeah, it's a little early to do yeah. that, so I'm not gonna. Um, um, could you spend a trip to say, hey, look, we happen to have telescopic lenses and stuff with us? I, I, only I, I would, I would allow it. Uh, yeah, I would allow it. Um, it wasn't anything that anyone brought up, so I'm not going to just let you have it. But Sharon, if you wish to spend a chip on it, you could say, "Look, I have a, ca a case of lenses here with a few telescopic lenses." I, I would allow that. Sure. That's the point of chips is that you can use them like that. So if yep. you want to, I will or, use or that one chip. It's, yes. Okay. All right. So then you have uh, a wooden case. It's got several different types of lenses in it. You got some wide-angle lenses. You got some telescopic lenses. You've got some night lenses, which uh, just help out with definition when it's a little darker. This is not uh, night vision, mind you. It just makes things a little bit darker, uh, or excuse me, a little bit brighter when uh, there's not a lot of light around. Okay. Now, if only you had some film. 
I have film. I specified <laughs> yes, yes, she film. specifically said she picked up that. <laughs> okay. She's got a proper case or how to wrap it up. Sure. Sand out of it. Okay. So is there anything in particular you're trying to get pictures of then, now that you've got these nice spiffy lenses with you? Um, what I want to get uh, pictures of is a configuration of their camp and uh, shots of where where their heaviest digging activity is at. Ah, great. Okay, I'll get back to you in a moment momentarily. Uh, but if you can roll me an investigation roll, uh, minus two, simply because of the dust storm, and just hang on to that number. I'll get back to you in a minute. Okay. Uh, Hundegard, you were trying to say something in edgewise there? Uh, no, I was suggesting that we may want to go and actually formally greet uh fellows, or we'll just reconnoiter. But she's reconnoitering anyway with her camera, so I'll just be strolling around with her. Okay, uh, I will say uh, for free, uh, because you are an archaeologist of the times, uh, fiercely guarding of what they, they do not like to share, because you're making a name for yourself, you're making yeah. a legacy. Uh, it's not done. I mean, if someone gave you an invitation to enter the camp, certainly. But one does not simply show up in another archaeologist's camp. No. <laughs> uh, the, you do the other thing is they're going to know that we're on the other side of that ridge. What you do um, is actually, you invite them over for tea, and then they have to, as social convention, they have to invite you back for tea at some point. Ah, there you go. Um, actually, uh, with the dust storm that you drove through... Um, it is likely that they missed your cars parking on the other side of the ridge. Ah, good. Uh, you cannot be certain of that, but it is very likely, as you couldn't see their camp uh, driving up on the road, uh, it is unlikely that they could have seen your cars on the road. <laughs> yes, exactly. Lots of dust. Um, and Joshua is not with us. Uh, okay. This is. All right, then. Uh, Sharon, what did you come up with with your role? Okay, um, actually, I'm going to um, spend a chip to re-roll that. Well, uh, what is your total before you re-roll? A negative two. Ah, okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yes, I am definitely going to re-roll that mm -hmm. because I'm smarter than that. And that is a three. A three, is that including the negative two? Yes. Okay, very good. Uh, you get a great shot of their camp, uh, just as, uh, the dust storm seems to abate just, just long enough for you to snap a shot off. Uh, and since these cameras are actually kind of low, it gives you a good time to look while this shot is being developed. Uh, it looks like they are, uh, about to blow open. Uh, you can see, uh, some people are, are, there are three people hunched behind a quickly uh, set out sand wall. There's bags of sand that have been uh, erected. Uh, someone has a plunger. Uh, and, you know, they got their ears covered. They're all looking down, and you take the picture right as they detonate something. Uh, so you all hear just uh, there's a small tremble in the ground, and there's a great you know geyser of sand that gets blown up into the air just over the bridge line. The rest of you noticed this, uh, Sharon. You are okay. the one who knows what just happened. Yeah, Mar Marlo, Marlo. Mm. Yeah, they just blew up. What? Uh, come here, please. Oh. I need you to take a look at something. Yeah, sure. Uh, and as before you get there, Marlo, uh, hobnobbing with these guys. Uh, yeah, they, they're all of the very proficient silent type. They don't talk much unless you ask them something directly. Uh, they are very proficient with the work they do. And they also seem to be very wary. Uh, at no time are they all engaged in a task. At least two are always looking out what's going on around them. Uh, then I will quickly inquire as to why. Are you worried about bandits? 
And they speak Arabic. Good luck with that. <laughs> no, no, they, they, these are not these. No, these guys these are. are Belgium and, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Scottish and <laughs> yep, yep. And they pretend to speak Arabic, not at all. <laughs> no, uh, one of them who is who seems to be the group leader says, "I is what we were paid for, wasn't it?" Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> um, so Tell us for the French guy. What about the Scottish guy? <laughs> You're not here. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Uh, what, okay. So, is there, uh, danger of foot in this region? I know it's a lot of, a lot of soldiery. Soldier is dangerous, my friend. Alright. Well. You've got, you've got your, uh, I'm losing the accent. You've got your tomb robbers. <clears throat> the police yeah. are always taking bribes, are always in your business. Mm, okay. And, well, uh, what uh, it, whatever it is you lot, uh, are, uh, about to do, I'm sure it's going to bring us problems. <laughs> I'm sure it will also. Good man. All right. I trot over to Miss oh, Uh Also, I will give you this free, uh, as your skill is very high in this. They're all armed, although discreetly. Okay. Uh, is it, I assume, if discreet, uh, small caliber pistols? Automatic pistols, yes. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> I will trot up to Miss Rackham. And then I will bow deeply in the appropriate style. Uh, yes, uh, Mr. Marlowe, um, it appears that they have discovered something. They've just blown something up open. Ah. Um, take a look. Okay, I will take a quick scout out through my thing. Uh, it's Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> Which comes out as salami. Salami! <laughs> God, I'm hungry. Do they have any pigs here? Is it like... Isn't yeah, that unfortunately, you have, uh, unfortunately, you have packed hard tack. You have uh, dehydrated beef, pork, and fish. Disappointing. Have... Right. Uh, boom! I am good at things! I am good at things. What is it you're trying to do? Sorry. I missed. I'm looking through the... Uh, telescopic lens, I assume. Sure. And what is your total of investigation with a minus uh, two? Do I get examination on this? Uh, sure. Okay, six. Six? Okay, very good. Uh, all right. Uh, they they have just exploded the hell out of a mountainside. Uh, it looks like to be, well, you have explosive knowledge. It was a small charge. Mm -hmm. um, it was not a very large charge. Uh, it seems like they were clearing out a boulder. Um, actually, through the telescope at this point, you can see that there is now a gaping hole into the mountainside where six people are. <clears throat> they're kind of put have cloths over their nose to... Uh, there's been a lot of debris that was kicked up over this, but they are now entering. Ah, all with the subtle fit hammer. We need to hurry. They are going below. Yes, we do. Yes. So, also with the uh, with the telescopic lens, you see that their camp is quite extensive. Uh, you stop counting at about thirty men. Hmm. Oh, I can take them. <sighs> I blah this to the others. Frederick, Frederick, get out here. <laughs> your dog comes at your call slowly as his butt as his belly drags. It's either his legs have gotten shorter or his belly has gotten bigger. You're not sure which. <laughs> Frederick, you're going on a diet. Your friend. <laughs> and then I the feed him a snack. <laughs> if you if you like, I can help train him. Oh no, I can train him. I just you know I like dogs. <laughs> Look at that yes. big dumb sloppy face full of trust and loyalty. <laughs> And then look at his dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So uh, the time it's taken uh, for all this setup and what's transpired so far, uh, you're basically uh, noon. It is very hot. Uh, uh, you are not I used... I would have been. Yeah. 
Go ahead. You, you didn't ask me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, not, I don't think it's going to be anything much of it, but I'll just be doing some scanning to see if there are any signals in the area and what they are. Uh, yes, uh, actually, um, uh, there is, let's see, uh, I won't make you quick. roll for this. There's, there's, there's basic, uh, there are shortwave, uh, broadcasts going about. They're all on conventional, uh, conventional wavelengths. It's basically just chatter in all kinds of different language back and forth from base camps to, uh, roving, uh, bands. Um, also, there's apparently telegraph lines strung up. Um, as you are, while, you know, you can't really, you can't really make out what's being sent across them, but you're getting the kind of like the background electrical pulse that comes with, uh, having, uh, telegraph lines strung up all over the place. Uh, so yeah, there is quite a bit of traffic going on in the air, but none of it seems to be odd or using, uh, frequencies that aren't, uh, okay. what you would normally And there's no strange electronics in the pole thing up from under the ground or anything? No, no. <laughs> uh, real quick, we had done the scan beforehand, I believe, and found something on the higher bands, didn't we? Uh, you did, uh, but it does not seem to be repeating now. Oh, good. So. Yep. Uh, thank you for reminding me about that. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. I just wanted to check. It's been mm-hmm. a while. All right. So, Hundergard, uh, with your experience eye, where might this tomb robber's place maybe? I, aren't you a tomb robber? Wouldn't you no, have like a natural feel? <laughs> <laughs> like a six I am an archaeologist, and if you persist in this, I will have to run you through, sir. <laughs> you could try. <laughs> It'd be so cute. Okay. It so. would be interesting to see who had the more chips. I think Mark Gentlemen, gentlemen, play nice. Hollow definitely has the most chips because he never <laughs> bloody spends the things until <laughs> one time every session. But, um, okay, yeah, I'm going to try and survey the area it's based upon our maps. Um, so yes, you have a. You have two maps. You've got a map of the tomb uh, entrance that uh, marks where this tomb robber's entrance was at one time. You you also have a relief map of the area uh, between the two. Uh, go ahead and give me a roll. You can add your archaeology in there if you've got a specialty in that. Do you want help with this? Yeah, sure. It's going to be about logistics, so anyone who's good at reading a map. I don't know what the roll's on. Yeah. yeah I, the I, roll is just going to be... It's going to be a, a straight scholarship role. If you've got anything, uh, the per, the main person making the role, um, uh, is not going to be given a negative because he has skills at this. Everyone else that wants to help make a scholarship role I, at minus actually, two. Actually, can I use my investigation? Cause I have a special, uh, specialization of the archaeologist's art. Like. No, because this is not an item that you're trying to investigate. This is an area. This is, you know, topological relief. So I'm going to say that's not going to. But I will give you your role without any penalty. Anyone else wants to help him with this? Unless you've got some um, kind of cartography skill. Uh, minus no, two. but I was going to. Well, we got we we will have compasses and whatnot to be able to do mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, but am four have a plus two. I think that is. Yeah, yeah. Plus you're two. seven then. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. I think everyone else was otherwise engaged. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yes, you're able to figure out where the tomb robber's entrance should be. Actually, if you climb the ridge line, uh, that is separating the two camps, uh, about midway through, uh, you, you think, you know, you, you mark off a spot with, uh, your compass on the map and you think if you climb the ridge line, you should be able to find the entrance and you've got a pretty good idea where to look. All right. 
then we're probably also going to need several people willing to dig. Uh, if we climb the ridge line, will we be noticeable to the other party? The point where he's marked on the map actually has you just below the ridge line. Uh, as long as you're not up on the top waving your arms, you should not be visible from the camp below. So we're going to be visible to the other camp then. <laughs> <laughs> I know us. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we need some strong diggers here and all the equipment we can carry. How many of your men do you want to take? You've got six men. Uh, do you want to leave anyone behind? As you're actually debating this, uh, there is a group of soldiers that is walking towards your camp, and they seem to be spooling out something. between. The two soldiers are carrying like this large uh, wheel between them, and it's spooling out wire behind it as they're approaching your camp. They have they have rifles, but they're slung over the soldiers. It seems over their shoulders. It seems that the what they're carrying is of significant heft as they're walking into your camp. Okay, I spin <laughs> the camera around so it's not pointed at the other camp. Sure. Uh, your six men, four of them, kind of break off and uh, are heading towards these guys. If you don't want to stop them, I'm just going to continue the description. Otherwise, uh, jump in. I will no go with them, and can we push, grab a Marlo as well? Yeah, I'm going uh, over there. Can we grab a Marlo as well? A Marlo will be uh, circling Good. off so okay. that he can be behind them. Okay. Uh, right. Your guys uh, uh, greet them, and there seems to be. Uh, uh, they're trying to figure out. Uh, the soldiers apparently don't speak any of the languages that your men speak, and they're trying to figure out what's <laughs> going on. Right. So uh, I am going over there. What are they speaking? Uh, what's a good Egyptian dialect? Arabic. Cop- Coptic. Uh, no, they're no, not. Coptic uh, is dead. No. No, no, some people still speak Coptic, but it's not, yeah, yeah it's not traditional. Um, 10%. Arabic, Arabic yeah. Arabic. They're speaking Arabic. Um, and, okay, then you're overhearing the conversation. The guy is using hand gestures to try and make your laborers understand. Uh, apparently, it is your telegraph line. Ah, and in Arabic. Um, and who requested it? Uh, not trying an Arabic accent. Oh, it's all campsites get them. Uh, it is a requirement. Uh, did you not read your papers? <laughs> is that stated on our papers? <laughs> uh, you hastily pull out your papers. Uh, yes, in fact, uh, it is because it is dangerous this time of year out here for dust storms and other natural events. Uh, it is a safety line to uh, back to society if you need to call for help, etc. We'll set up a specialist tent in the outskirts of our camp then. If you would. Yes, they will uh, continue to unroll the cable out to where you would like your line. And uh, uh, I don't know if you want to put it in the outskirts. Put it into the middle of the camp. So you can... put it into your big pavilion tent. No. Um, no. I would no, like I... to be able to hook it into the computer to get it to do all the translating for us. At least I don't know what else really that thing is going to do. It's just I... wire. It's just a spool of wire. There's like nothing else attached to it. Where? It's not like a dead cord or anything. <laughs> I examined it! Is it dead cord? <laughs> no. It, it's just a double strand of very thick oh, copper yeah. wire. You told me I couldn't have dead cord, damn it. <laughs> I was so depressed. And now there's a whole spool of it right there! <laughs> I steal it! I steal it and go off into the night laughing as I go. <laughs> uh, Frederick slowly waddles behind him. Frederick, All right. you're going on a diet! As I toss him another snack. Uh, so, uh, do you? Yeah. Where do you want to put your wire? It doesn't really um, matter. I mean, just doesn't. We'll get it hooked someplace. into. I'll, I'll put it into my tent. I'll get it hooked up to my computer yeah, and stuff. Very good. Uh, sure. All your stuff's still packed, so it's not like they're seeing anything. You, uh, they roll uh, it to the edge of your tent. They give you a few extra feet on the end, and they cut it off. Nope. Uh, they kind of wait around for a moment to yeah, see if anyone's going to tip them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thank them kindly and hand them a uh, a reasonable but extravagant. 
Give it to the officer. I know, but this will pre- this will probably prevent them then coming back later on and saying uh, we need to search all your stuff. Okay, so you give them a reasonable, but not extravagant amount. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, they seem quite happy with this. Um, and uh, one of them uh, <clears throat> says, "You, uh, if you, uh, if you have need of anything, uh, you can ask for him by name. His name is Hakim." Wait, um, is there a way on roll twenty to actually make it notes here? Uh, pff, I don't think you guys can. Uh, I make notes by making a journal entry and not sharing it. I don't think you can make your own journal entry. Actually, yes, you can. Uh, if you have a character, uh, you can put notes in your character. Also, on your token, there is a field for putting notes. I believe you have access to. No, I don't have it in mind. Nope, nope. GM notes only. Never mind. Damn. You'll just have to use some other piece of equipment. (laughs) Open up another window, why don't you? I've got ten windows open. What's your excuse? (laughs) I will take my diggers. We will go dig. Dig, dig, dig. So you guys are, how many of your, how many of your guys are you going to leave back in camp? Who are you leaving? Who are you taking? I I look at Hundergaard. Uh, and once again, uh, this is the heat of the Egyptian sun. It is. Well, which of the party members are going with and which of the party members are the same kind? I'm going to stay behind so I can hopefully get the cable up to my computer and get it to translate all messages being sent along the line. Okay, so you're probably keeping George with you, in which case we're going yep. to want more. Um, anyone else? Uh, Mr. Rackham? You want to keep a couple of security guys around because we don't want everyone going off there. Oh, yes. Yes. No, it's just George can probably carry more than they can. But, um, Mr. Okay, Rackham. since you guys are just digging at this point, I'm going to stay back at camp and rest. Stay out of the sun for a bit. Yeah. Okay. Right, let's let's take three with us and be free here. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't have a background in either jungle environment or desert environment of some sort, it is just <clears throat> it is so hot. I mean, it feels like your blood is is just becoming thick. You feel listless. There's like no relief there, <laughs> other than your tents. There's nowhere to get shade. Uh, I, I just missed that. I have a background in jungle. What does that give me? Well, you can act normal, essentially. Yeah, you have oh, tolerance. Okay. Yep. It's still not pleasant, but you can force yourself to move. Charlie's in the trees. <laughs> there are no trees. Oh, there. <laughs> there are no trees. It is hot as hell out here. Where are my trees? Why is it so hot? Did... Why is God uh, cruel? Marlo, how many canteens did you remember bringing with you? Uh, all of them. Uh, you probably brought one lorry or jeep that's just got like a very large, you know, a few 55-gallon yeah. drums of water in it. That's would be the yes, normal. Yes, the, the, the normal people, uh, the, the three workers, well, the six workers total probably know how much they should carry. But mm-hmm. um, as the vice, at least two canteens, if you're not used to a desert. Uh, if you're not used to a desert, then it'd be three because, well, the canteens don't store much and you will get through it very fast. Why is it so, so dry here? Don't like it. Well, let us get to work. Okay, so uh, again, how many of the crewmen are you taking with Three. You? Three, and they're bringing shovels and picks. Anything else? Um, I have a shovel for myself. We we could just dynamite it. I mean, or, okay. oh, okay. I look forlorningly at the dynamite and you can leave bring it some dynamite just in case, but please do not <clears throat> think we're going to blast everything. Okay, please so please make sure you have a method of lighting it at a distance. <clears throat> Okay, so you bring and, a few um, sticks of dynamite and some cord. Yeah. And call right. me if you actually find anything, please. Woo! Send someone right. back uh, for don't, me. Don't call me if you're into a fight. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, you guys... He's out in his half-pitched tent. 
All right, the guys that are going up the side of uh, you know of this uh, very uh, of this uh, kind of mountain here. There's not really a path, and it's a lot of like very slidey sand beneath your feet. Uh, simple athletics roll. Uh, uh-huh. time. I have. Don't I have fear. rough footing as my athletic specialization? Yes, that would work fine. Uh, I have an athletics of six. Do I need to roll? Uh, yes, you do. Okay, I got an athletics of four. Okay, I'll have okay. a total of five then. All right, your men are uh, not doing as well. Uh, they're still making the climb. Uh, even if you fail, you can climb it. It just takes longer. Uh, and so it looks like only the men failed the roll. Uh, and they are... Actually, no, they didn't. They have an athletics roll. Uh, but they are significantly slower than the rest of you. Uh, but they are able to make it up the side. Uh, I also bring a small little tip for Frederick and then set it up in the meantime while they... Well, it takes so that he can get out of the sun. Okay. Uh, investigation rolls, uh, for you guys. Uh, the, uh, before you roll, hold on, let me finish. Uh, the men you're taking with you are not partaking in this as they're grunt work. They're simply following you. Uh, Hundegard, uh, since you kind of scattered it on the map, uh, you are at a uh, flat zero modifier for this investigation roll. Marlo, you're at a minus four because you're not quite sure what you're looking for. And Wee. hold on, hold on to those rolls. Um, back in camp. Okay, uh, for Gavin, uh, the first thing you notice is, uh, indeed, what you suspected is true. The telegram line is, it's a single mass line to everyone down here. So communications going and coming are all done on the same line. So it's basically a wide open thing that you can tap. I was expecting uh, a party line, so yeah. Yeah, uh, then you are correct. Uh, it seems that <laughs> if anyone is doing private communications, they are using shortwave radio. Uh, and that would, or uh, quantum ex- radios. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, but that would also explain why there is so much in the shortwave transmission going on in the area, uh, because otherwise no private communication. Yeah. <clears throat> and I say, I'll, I'll get a program to translate it all for me, so I don't have to bother with my more, with, I, I could translate Morse code, not a problem. I'll get the computer to do it. Yes, yes. Ah, you know, this is something I didn't know, but did you know that there are were more than there was not a standard Morse code? Uh, the places that did regular Morse code <laughs> transmission and uh, decryption, they had uh, specialized sets of Morse code uh, that was individual to the companies. I, I did not know that until <laughs> looking this up. But yes, yeah, you have a well. This is British Morse code because we're all British, damn it. <laughs> well, it's not spe- it's not specific to any one nationality. It's just different companies use different types of coding. Yes. At any rate, you've got a program set up. Um, I'll just let you don't need to roll it. Your no. skills high enough. It is a fairly and uh, it's unlikely anything's going to come up of that. But yep. you know, if we ever need something, but up. you do spend time uh, going through getting uh, getting this set up, uh, Miss Rackham. Uh, are you doing anything specific? Uh, heat of the day. You can continue to take pictures if you wish, uh, but it once again, it's just the, the the heat is brutal. It's just not something you're used to. Uh, Game wise, it's going to be a minus two to any kind of skill you wish to roll. Until it cools down. Okay. Um, about how long does it take for it to cool down, Russia? Uh, well, you don't really oh. know the environment. Um, um, no, I have four area knowledge. Good for you? I'm sorry. I have area knowledge uh, of this area of Egypt. Yes. Ah, okay. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, you are in the hardest, hottest part of the day now. So from here on, it just gets. It will. The temperature will go down, but it doesn't get into what you would consider to be a livable range until uh, later in the evening. 
Okay, a few hours. All right, um, then I'm going to... Like sundown, a few hours after sundown, it actually starts to cool off significantly. And then it becomes very cold. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to stay in the tent for the hottest (laughs) part of it and occasionally pop out and just take a look around. Sure. You can set up a photo studio if you want. So you can start developing yep. some prints. That's easy yes. enough to do. Yes, that I will do that. And um, anything interesting, I will, um, if possible, make a duplicate of and uh, assemble them all to, so that if there's anything they want to look at, uh, it will be available um, to look at in the pavilion tent. Okay. Yeah, you had said you picked up equipment, so you've got a larger enlargers. You've got uh, you can take your negative and make extra prints from that sort of thing. Oh, do we have? They must do uh, the ability to scan photos and send them over the wires yet? No. Um, well, no. yeah, I guess there would have to be since there are cameras that exist. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that they're probably very grainy, much like the uh, the 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 camera pictures are very grainy as well. And of course, nothing is in color. It's all that sepia tone. <laughs> I load the pictures into my computer and enhance them. <laughs> Spin it three sixty. Look, look at the water sparkle. <laughs> Rotate one eighty. Expand and enhance the image. Enhance the image after a water reflection. There, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Photoshop SSM style. <laughs> turn that brass gear there to turn it uh, ninety degrees. <laughs> Uh, right. No, no, no! You turn your head to turn it ninety degrees. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, or you move the Babbage machine. Yes, turn it on its side. All right. Uh, what was the best investigation roll that was ran? Was rolled nine. Nine. Negative one. Yeah, I got All right. plus one. I got a six in the skill and specialization. No roll. problem. Uh, your map coordinating uh, seems to be unerring. Uh, as you go to the spot where you believe the entrance to be, uh, and with a little bit of tapping around with a excavation hammer, uh, you do find uh, a place where uh, the rock face uh, beneath the sand seems to be, uh, you, you tap it and uh, it sounds like there's a hollow cavity behind it. It does not seem like the rock on top is very dense at all. Matter of fact, uh, when you wrap on the wall there, uh, bits of it just kind of fall. Uh, you can see a small hole behind it. Well then, let's get some heavy lifting. And Miss Marlowe, that dynamite of yours needs to stay unused until we're out the robber's tunnel. I doubt it's I, being buttressed. I, I look around after I finish scratching Frederick's belly. What? Where are we? Are we here? <laughs> yes. Oh, sweet! I Let's get I to work. Said, I yeah. set up um, Frederick's tent. <laughs> a pup tent, yes. Exactly. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, with some work, with uh, some hammers and uh, you know, your pickaxes, you're able to uh, basically make a, a wider, the small hole that you started with there, Hundegard, and it is now large enough where a, a person can squeeze in. Um, it is distinctly cooler inside this passage, and it uh, it seems to go down. Uh, so like you seem to be at the highest point and it seems to go down. Uh, it is, of course, it's pitch black inside. Is there, there is no light source whatsoever. Um, it seems to be a fairly low tunnel. It's only about four, three and a half to four feet tall. So you'd have to either crawl or walk hunched over. Uh, the path itself seems to be, uh, it's, it's very rocky. There's a lot of sharp stones on the floor itself. It looks like over time, some of the rock in the passage has, has fallen off of the ceilings and walls and kind of littered the passage with these sharp, uh, jagged bits of stone. 
So we're going to want a line, and we're going to want a torch. Um, yeah, it is uh, not a steep angle, um, but it is it is angling down. Uh, uh, lines are the purposes that we can, if the light goes out, we can follow that back. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and the temperature inside is blessedly cool in comparison to the outside, although the air seems to be just a bit stuffy. It seems to be a, a bit uh, a bit stagnant, a bit dead. There's no smell of... Uh, yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, can we have, well, do we have uh, electronic torches or uh, do we have gas lanterns here? You Sorry. have both. Uh, you guys have packed both uh, from um, last well, session. We'll have the gas lanterns and can we also have a very basic naked flame as well, even if it's just a candle? Because that'll tell us if we've gone into a place with pretty much no oxygen. Uh, up to you. Uh, yeah, you can. That's fine. Okay. Uh, you did specifically ask for both electric lamps, uh, gas lamps, and someone had mentioned carbide. So you have those three things. Uh, candle is easy enough. <laughs> Yeah. No, the uh, the not a tomb robber archaeologist uh, is well acquainted with the possibility of gas buildup, and while the air seems a bit stale, there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with it. Of course, without uh, we don't have a canary. Yeah, yeah, without ah, the proverbial Frederick, canary. You... <laughs> no, I I glare you at you for a reason. No, I no. I do not say that. <laughs> I will stab you in the face mouth. I love Fredericks. All right, um, uh, follow if you get <laughs> Also, the passage is fairly uh, narrow. It's about four feet wide as well. Uh, so you're basically only going to get one person down at a time. I go down first. Well, you don't have any other gear. Uh, no one bought torches, lights, etc. So are you going back to your camp first? Oh, we didn't? That oh. was dumb. Wow. Go back at the camp. <laughs> Whoops. Well, now we have it. We can call the others and say we have the... So yeah, get on the Cromington radio, call the rest of the camp. We have found the entrance. Bring the rest of the Look at the uh, the professional archaeologist questioning the professional he, part. As you forgot to find to it and then get everyone torches. else here. Yes. That's kind of what I expected, was you're going to find it first and then figure yes. out what to do. Uh. So now we call back to camp with the quantum radio, um, Miss Rackham. Yes. You have found the entrance. If you'd care to bring the rest of the equipment up um, and ask Mr. Marshall if you'd like to remain there with the remaining men or if you'd like to come with us. Um, what are you talking to me on? Quantum radio. Um, there is one. No, but there are, someone else has a quantum radio and seeing as you were the one who was hanging around waiting to be called, I assume that you would be standing near it. Okay, who would you give the oh, quantum radio to? Radio to? Is, well, uh, just to make it easy, we'll say he gave it to you then. As uh, Okay. Okay, um, so I relay the message, and what what all equipment do you want brought up? Uh, going to need, we're going to need torches, we're going to need line, we are going to need... Uh, well, unfortunately, there's not actually enough equipment it might be. Some basic provisions, additional water... Um, you should send someone back then to help carry all of this up. Ah, well, I can Mr. carry some. You have laborers with you. you That's yeah, yeah, but if, Mr. Uh, if Gavin Marshall's coming, then he'll be bringing George. So I'm not sure. <laughs> Pack mule George. <laughs> Gavin, are you going to stay at camp or are you coming as well? Uh, what of your companion, who's now, I can never remember. <laughs> who's passed out on your couch, barely able to breathe in the heat. Yeah. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be up in a couple of hours, bringing some stuff in, we can get up without killing ourselves. It's wonderfully cool under here. 
Does Gavin have any uh, background that would uh, allow him to be uh, resistant to this nope. heat? Oh, you're you're having the same feeling. <laughs> Come on, yeah. you were probably a spy somewhere. <laughs> Only place is cold. Oh, <laughs> Sid, you yeah. uh, I can't believe so, that. Mm, <laughs> Mr. Marshall, if you're going to stay here until it cools off, then. Um, Either someone will I'll have to come I'll back. Send, yeah, I'll, we'll send one of the workmen back with you. No, sorry, one of the workmen back for you. Okay. That sounds like a better idea. I start assembling stuff for uh, so that once the worker gets here, uh, sure. we can just pick it, it up. Miss studied archaeology, can you think of anything else? Uh, yeah, seeing as we're not actually going in there to liberate relics, I just you don't really need the material. Torches? Um, yeah. maybe, uh, maybe Torches something like apply. a, like, hand. Could we be able to take a jeep up there? No. 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 But maybe something like, like, Bring trowels, the small, small the hand tools. Trowels, brushes, small hand tools. Um. The bird. Yeah. And two lines, not one. All right. Uh, so you guys are sending one of the helpers down? Yes. Leaving you with two? Okay. Huh? All right. Uh, it's, it doesn't take him long for him to show up in camp. You will just be finishing assembling what they had asked for. Um, <clears throat> he looks at the large amount of stuff he's expected to <laughs> to carry back on his own. <laughs> no, no. We'll, um, there'll be two of us. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So who's going up with him again? Uh, I will. Okay. Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Marshall, can you please um, look after Miss Ellerby and uh, join us um, at your convenience? Certainly. And I assume you're going to leave the quantum radio with him then? Yes. I've got my own. Oh. Well, no, but see, she doesn't. So we were saying just yeah. for, since he was trying to get a hold of uh, her, we were just saying for the sake of expediency there, she was having your radio, which she will now right. hand back to you. Okay. Um, because, you know, no one wants to bother you when you're in the middle of your geeking there. <laughs> the one thing I may want to say is that we may want to have all the PCs together for this, so if we're willing to wait another couple of hours. But depends how much you want to wait versus going straight in. Eh, it'll probably take a couple hours for us to dig there, at least. Yeah, right? so we can clear away. Yeah, so we right, can... Fair enough. So you're going to wait until it uh, cools mm -hmm. down and get everyone there. Uh, easy enough. And uh, tarp. Mm -hmm. uh, who are you leaving in camp, then? Uh, three of the men, um... And Miss Ellaby, apparently. Well, it's up to uh, Sharon if Miss Ellaby comes with us or not. Miss Ellaby. Ellerb... Think we'd... Okay. No, go ahead. I was going to say, we may want to leave more of the workers back there so they're not. And just, I'll summarize it this way the PCs go in the tunnel and the workers don't, yes. just because I don't think we need them here. Hmm? But you don't need yeah. to have three guys lurking around up near the entrance. Yeah. Maybe uh, one, but rest them down the camp. So it looks like yeah. We've got when, once we, yeah, once all the parties up here, they can head back, say. So. Um, I would say. Two up at the at the tunnel entrance, the other four down at camp, and uh, Miss Ellerby will, um, since I put her in your charge, Mr. Marshall, she will follow you whenever you decide to come up to the tunnel. Okay, I will. No, I will. She will be joining the thing. I will say at the tunnel entrance, uh, your guys do actually have a few rifles that they snuck aboard their jeeps, uh, so they actually can still uh, keep track of what's going on at your campsite from the tunnel entrance if you leave them there. So, yes. yes. Do we trust the workers to be intelligent enough to organize themselves? They give... as, as you're not Logan, yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> well, to Marlowe, they've given every impression that they are competent, if you wish to uh, ask yeah. Marlowe. He's the one who's worked yeah, with uh, them and kind of been eyeballing them. So. Yes, yes, I... I will inform, yes, that these are in fact well, look, not Logan worried. PCs and will not 
trip on a shovel and stab themselves in the eye. So why have they got temporary Chico stamps marked on them? Ah, no reasons. <laughs> no reason whatsoever. Rub on I, tattoos. Yeah. yeah. Why, why are there six pairs of boots sticking out from the Jeep? <laughs> Did you replace them already? I don't know. I mean, sometimes things happen. Isn't that right, Xander? I mean, <laughs> shit. <laughs> right. Okay, right, so... Do we leave her idea with them is okay. probably the real question. Yeah, sure. Why not? Who cares? Let's move. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. So, All right, wow. so uh, I, I've Pull described it. the tunnels being uh, fairly narrow uh, and the ceiling being very low. Uh, the gravel is very sharp uh, on the bottom. Uh, who is going first? I will go uh, first. Before, I, oh, actually, before okay. anyone goes through. Oh, shit. Uh, before anyone goes in there, secure. Take, take one of those lines, secure it outside the tunnel, and then once you get a couple of feet in the tunnel, secure the second one. What lines? Uh, the, I was actually going to say... They brought two lines with you, is what yes. I heard. So. Yes. Secure one, on, one outside the tunnel and one just inside the tunnel in case something happens and the, one, and the visible one gets cut or breaks lines or tears. What? You mean rope? Yeah. Okay, right. That makes more sense than just straight line. <clears throat> um, yeah. The one thing I suggest is just have a bit of a listen first before we head on in there to see if we hear anything. But you guys have had plenty of time to do yeah, that. Yeah, they have had plenty of time as they yeah, widen we... out the entrance and make sure that uh, nothing's falling. Uh, yeah, yeah like you hear... Out just on the inside of it. Yeah. Uh, it's very quiet uh, inside. Uh, you actually hear uh, dripping. Uh, it's like there's... Uh, the archaeologists here figures there's some condensation from the heat of the day, the coolness of the tunnel. So you're expecting at some point there's probably going to be pools of water along the way. And you can definitely smell it in the air, too. No. No, Jameis. Resist the urge. <laughs> um, so yes. um, I was actually going to volunteer myself to go down first, but if Marlo was adamant, I was just thinking I should go first because I have a skill in contortion. I don't, so I yeah, you can go. I don't care. Well, like I said, it's uh, it's about four feet wide and three, three and a half feet tall. So it's not like it's incredibly narrow. It's just there's not a lot of room if you want to. You, you could not go two abreast, but one person at a time, there's plenty of room. So, as far as you could see, uh, because you don't have, you know, you were waiting to get all your gear up there, the lanterns and etc. Uh, yeah, George would fit. George is the size of like a fairly bulky man, just shorter, just as wide though. Just checking. Actually, George might fit better since he's kind of stooped over and not very tall. <laughs> ah, apes, the natural archaeologist. <laughs> Okay. So George with a hat and whip. <laughs> uh, go ahead and arrange yourselves in the tunnels as to who's leading and who's where. Oh, ah, so the oh, cobblestone. Don't, uh, ask to, don't ask us to sort out who's in freaking front again. Yes, <laughs> that's the tunnel. <laughs> Are you guys seeing it? All right. Yeah. I, can't I place Marlo somewhere. Y'all can place yourselves in relation to him. There we go. What the hell? He's alive. Okay. You can barely hear him, but he's alive. No, what? Did he wake up? Talking to sleep again. Oh, that is... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell just happened here? I... It was I a do... ghost. It was a ghost. I do not know. That was... What? All right, so... Okay. Um, which way, is wanna... is up north or is up into or down? Uh, into? Up is going down. Is going deeper. So okay. Yep. Okay. So Jameis, you're you're gonna want to be at the lead. No, I thought you since you put yourself down there. I thought we were there. No, I'm there. Apparently, 
Yeah, I, th- I think across in the lead. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we can throw the okay, chicken the lead. Oh, yep. That's the front. Okay. Screw that yeah. one. Well, look, we we might have a Marcus, maybe. Hopefully not, as he is in Gibraltar, and I stole his <laughs> quantum radio. Anyway, yep. I'm not going to be tailing Charlie either. I am. That's why I'm trying to go last. <clears throat> uh, is Guild still there? Yes. yes okay. Absolutely. All right. I dropped Joshua. So. <laughs> Come on, we're completely different people. Hang on. On Skype, you have no excuse because you've got completely different icons and names. Oh, I'm having problems with Skype. I can barely see anyone's icons. Ah. I've, I've got these pop-up windows that come up every time I try to hover over somebody's face. It's hard to see. Okay. Um, all right. So you've got something of a marching order here uh, with Underguard going first. Marlo's following up. Um, Miss Rackham, uh, Gavin, and the dog coming up in the, in the rear. Yep. Brave, brave Frederick. <laughs> uh, what about Miss Ellaby and uh, George? I can't move this token so I can put him anywhere. Uh, give me a second. <laughs> uh, um, Mr. Marshall. Well, that's, that's that Mr. Marshall, yes. which is your token? He's the bunny. The bunny. Yep. Okay. Frederick likes the bunny, so he's been playing um, with the bunny. Would you be able to move your token down a little bit so I can slip Miss Ellerby in right behind me? Yep. I'm just trying to work it up on George to go first or behind me. I think behind, actually, so if we need to make a quick entrance, we need somebody who can shove things out of the way. Oh, right, Sharon, do you have control of Miss Ellerby? No. Yes, I know, okay. but I need some place to, I mean, I guess I can stick her right there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, just pile her in. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you not have control of George? I guess you don't. Do you there? Yep. Uh, okay, try it now. Yep, thank you. Okay, and you're leaving the two aides at the top? Yes. Ah, clones! <laughs> they all look the same. Uh, all right. Why um, are you down by the back? Are you using the... I don't the, know! I got uh, moved. Someone are moved you me. using the rope to uh, to help you in the descent, or is it just there for other reasons? It's mostly a guideline. But, it's a guideline. Uh, if, well, we can... We can uh, oh, what are they called? Ah, uh, you hammer them into the rock side when you're climbing. Pitons! Petons, thank you. Yes. yes. So we can hammer a few of those down into the floor as we go. Lightly. Sure. So you've got anchor points, and you give a little wrap of the, the rope as you go, so if it gives out further on, you have anchor points. Good show. Okay, uh, Guard, you're down first. Uh, it is blessedly cool inside the shaft. Uh, you do hear the sound of uh, liquid dripping off of the roof. Uh, how tall is Guard? Are you a tall man? Um, gangly, slightly taller than average. Okay, so then you're stooped over as you're walking, then it makes uh, the going a little, a little slow, a little rough. Uh, the rocks beneath you uh, initially seem to be just fine. Then you notice they start to get slick as the moisture from the top of the the tunnel has collected towards the bottom, and there's kind of a slime growing on the stones. Uh, give me an athletics roll. Uh-huh. I have rough footing. Yes, you have piton and rope, so no modifier, but uh, you're going down first. Oh, six, without a specialization. Uh, no problem, and this is where you discover the fact that the stones beneath your feet are very slick, and the incline is uh, is slightly deeper than you thought. It started off as a fairly small incline, uh, now it's almost like a 45. Also, you got the bird in the cage ahead of me as well, and a four. 
An electric torch. <laughs> You've got the bird in the cage ahead of you. The bird seems to be discomfited that it is in a cage. <laughs> it's tweeting. Oh, it, <laughs> well, as long it, as it, it doesn't pass out dead. <laughs> it, it's almost like it says in our map. Tunnel entrance, 30 degrees above the main entrance. Slope is roughly 45 degrees. <laughs> Transverse exactly. with caution. <laughs> yeah, someone is now reading the translation of the map. Good show, good show. Oh, no, I, I had read that. I just, okay. Uh, so, are you passing this information along or not? Yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Very quiet wow. tone. Okay. Uh, yes, you do notice that sound does seem to reverberate a bit through the tunnel. Uh, actually, the chirping of the bird seems to be <laughs> a little on the loud side. Okay, everybody else uh, coming down at the next roll, you may add a plus two as you have rope and warning now that the rocks are slick. Nine! Uh, Marlo, you're following behind just fine. Uh, if if I need to have a rope, I will attach Frederick to my back. <laughs> no, uh, your your uh, your lady servant there, and Frederick and the ape and all that. Uh, they they go with your role. Okay. Um. So if you choose, if you fail the role and you want it to be uh your secondary person to have actually fell in it, they can take that bullet for you. <laughs> no, I love Frederick. Frederick is like. Exactly. So I'm with George. No. Yep. Yeah. Uh, would... uh, unless you're spending a, a stunt point to have them act individually, uh, then they act as you act with your skill roll. So. Sweet. Come with me, Frederick. Away. This is belly is slowly getting cut open by all the rock. No. <laughs> oh, Frederick. Oh, that's so uh, mean. You have a, I have one of the special, um, baby carriers on your back. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought. I love uh Frederick is a large dog though. Like he's <laughs> then you're great... to my school. Yeah, he's like a great dane kind of dog. He's big and sloppy. <gasps> Alright, so everyone passed. Everyone got at least a positive number. Yep. Yep, yep looks like yep. it. Alright, uh so uh the going is treacherous and slow, but it does not look like the corridor gets any uh it doesn't lose any of its width or height that stays pretty much consistent all the way down. Uh it looks like this was at one time a natural channel that someone had gone in uh and made a little larger. Uh so at one time uh, there was water flowing through here, maybe an underground river uh that over time dried up, got exposed and then cut uh, and then you know the mountain range plugged up the ends. So, um, everyone, make me alertness rolls for the scene now. Right. Uh, I will also say to to uh, Von Hunderard, you do know that this breaks through the ceiling, right? So we have more rope. We brought two sets of line, and we came prepared. Yeah. Why we bought stuff? Um, yeah, I'm so, on two. Uh, what does my dog? My dog adds into my alertness score. How does that work? Um, yes, uh, either by its sight or in the case of the dog, probably its smell, but it adds into your alertness roll, uh, gives a plus two. Okay. So, well, actually, no, it gives a plus to, uh, did you buy him any better than the base? Yeah. Yes, I did. Okay. Right. Well, I how much did you put into a skill? Uh, I put in, uh, three on alertness. Okay. Plus three to your roll then. Okay. So I have an eight. Okay. Does George only have a mark of plus one as a base, or does he have a better base? Uh, pl I think the base For is this? plus. I think the base is plus two, and then anything else you put okay. onto it. <clears throat> right. Oh, just like a normal stunt would give you a plus two bonus in a specific situation. I, I'm I'm going to do the same thing with these as to start with. Okay. Hmm, George, you've lost strength. You should stop eating so much. I th I thought George a snack. <laughs> 
Throwing George's neck, he probably uh, throws it straight back at you. Hmm. All right, I'm just going to go in uh, order, just call off and order the line there. So actually, Hundergard, give me yours. Uh, you, should, you should have been before. <laughs> okay, uh, rack them. Uh, Five. Five, okay. And uh, Gavin. Four. Four, okay. Okay, uh, so actually, uh, what happens here, um, as you're getting closer to the end of the tunnel, uh, you know, it's, it continues to be pitch black. You have, if you didn't have the lights, you would be in complete darkness. Um, and as you get to, uh, near, near the end there, your, your light is just showing ahead of you, just a, a black wall. Um, as you get closer to it, uh, Hunter Guard, you're in the lead there. Uh, you see the fact that it is, it's not a wall. Uh, what it is, is it's a bunch of, uh, reed, um, and, uh, it's all been kind of tied together. It looks almost like a door uh, that's been uh, that's sealing off the end of the corridor. Uh, you do not catch this, but Marlo does. Uh, Marlo, as you're coming in behind Kandegard, you hear the sounds of voices. Uh, several people are talking. I, I, I put my uh, finger to my lips and I say, Shh. The bird chirps at you. Beep, 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 beep. Throw I snap its neck. No, uh, throw a cloth over the bird's cage. Yes, that muffles it. Oh no, it, the birds go to sleep. Um, as long as we don't rattle the cage, it will actually just nap and go to sleep. Yep, yep. It's all the movement and light that was causing it to chirp before. Okay, yes. so you uh, throw the cover over your bird. Um, uh, now you're listening. Um, it's fairly faint. Um, Hunterguard, you can't actually make it out at all. Uh, Miss Rackham, you can barely make it out. And Gavin, uh, Gavin is uh, too far in the rear mm. um, to really make it out. So, Marlo, you can actually make out the conversation, and Ms. Rackham, you can just hear that there are several people talking. You can't make out words. Okay. What are they saying? All right. So, uh, there's a conversation going on. Um, a gruff, uh, young voice, you know, you're figuring this is not an old man, has got uh, the pitch of it is definitely male, uh, sounds to be younger, uh, is talking to, uh, sounds like a group of people saying, no, you idiots, I'm sure it's right here. And then uh, there's some conversation back. Professor, professor, I think I found it. Oh, uh, and then there is a rumbling uh, through your corridor and you hear uh, someone scream. Ice! And then there's this kind of a wet slopping sound. Ah, good. They found the death trap. Yep. Uh, and then now the voices are higher. Uh, Miss Rackham, you can now make out the voices. Um People are, are panicking. Uh, you hear one particular uh, man with a, uh, a high voice is kind of shrill. He's saying, that's my brother. Oh, God. Oh, God. Help me move the boulder. He might still be alive. Ow. That that sucks, man. Uh, um, well, good news is we could probably ambush them right now. Uh, do we want to do that? Oh, blah. They found the death trap. We could ambush them if we want. Do we want to do that? Are they leaving otherwise? Uh, they, they're probably gonna try to get the death trap off the guy's brother. Well, they'll probably take the brother away and leave us alone till morning. Mm-hmm. Well, we could do that. Um, if they aren't leaving, we have to go in, but if they're just gonna leave, meh. Who did you leave the quantum radio with, with the guys? The guys at the tunnel entrance or the guys at the camp? Entrance, I think. Entrance, okay. Um, I'm randomly going to say that, uh, Gavin, you're the first speed dial on the quantum radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your your radio lights up. Uh, you hear the voice of uh, one of the camp guards talking to you. It's like, oh, uh, sir, the uh, your your tunnel collapsed out here. The <laughs> tunnel 
Hello. <laughs> Uh, uh, there was some shaking on the mountainside and uh, the, the area we dug out. We didn't reinforce it well enough. It, it buried again. Uh, <laughs> should I call the other guys up to try and dig it out? <laughs> I, I tried to hear over all the laughing that's happening in the tunnel. <laughs> Sinister chuckling. Right. That's the, at the moment, just keep it careful. We don't want to make... It could just make it worse if we do too much without... Hang on, archaeologist guy. You know about this sort of thing. Uh, Get on the quantum to... radio. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I cut in with my quantum radio. Yep, yep. yep. Yeah, get the conference call going. Yep. Uh, Explain the situation. Yes. Yeah. The guy uh, describes what he's what he sees to you, um, and what it sounds like to you is uh, the reverberation you felt in the corridor was probably much more severe at the other end, and the excavating you did earlier has collapsed as you did not have timber to reinforce uh, what you you basically uh, ripped out. Um, start a slow excavation, just two people removing it by hand, no tools. Um, don't want any loud noises. Be very careful. All right. Keep in contact with the camera. Okay, they have tools up there, uh, so can do, sir. They'll start and see what they can do. <clears throat> All right, uh, meanwhile. No dynamite. Yes. <laughs> well, they don't have the dynamite. I think you guys took it with you, didn't you? Or did you leave it up uh, there? Uh, Marlo has I dynamite. Unfortunately, this kind of fouls up what I was about to ask Marlo. <laughs> Wee. Uh, I was going to ask Marlo if he could cause a small collapse um, at their exit once they leave, but nope, nope, we don't want to cut off our only means of escape. Um, so the voices from below are, are louder now, and uh, Gavin all the way in the back can now hear it, although Hundergaard apparently has lost his hearing. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can hear murmurings now, but Hundergaard, you still can't make out uh, the conversation. Uh, yeah, uh, what it sounds like is that their group has been separated, that some people made it through uh, before the boulder fell, and that they're now trying to lever the boulder out of the way. Uh, and it seems that uh, there's still the shrill-voiced young man who screaming you got to get the boulder off he might still be alive uh and one young lady uh calls out that she's going back to the camp for help um quick question to the rest of the group uh, why are we trying to do this subtly oh no honestly in that, uh, because in that like we are people. don't no well no we're officers of the, well i can't remember uh, are we do we have legal standing here as um, you investigators? You have no Inter case, is the thing. You, you, they have a legal right to be here. You don't. Well, they um, may not know that, especially in this. Yet we go in, we say that we're here as Interpol case. We just blather our way through this. No, Come on, I, let's I, go. I, no, instead, this, let's why go. instead, why don't we simply say that we found this tunnel entrance from our site and we decided to investigate when something happened and it collapsed our exit and fortuitously we have managed to find this entrance into their network. Well, that's about as big as anything else we want to say. Let's just go. Sort it. Okay. Go. Yeah. Let's go. All right, Hunter Guard, you're in the lead. So, um, the the reed covering. Stamp over his body. <laughs> the reed covering that is over the entrance uh, is actually you look take a good look at it. Uh, it actually has a hinge at the top, uh, so it's kind of like a, uh, call it a like a grate to a, an air duct almost. So you're able to swing the bottom out, and you find that you're looking down. Uh, upon a group of uh, three men who have crowbars out, and they're trying to lever out this immense boulder uh, that is blocking the passage. I'm going to highlight it on the map there. Uh, you're you're looking out uh, from above. They're about uh, 30 feet down. 
And this is like a very large, uh, like a, uh, what would you call it? Uh, a chapeled or a chamber chamber. Yeah. Like, uh, so <clears throat> looking out across from me, you can see murals painted on the walls. Uh, you know, the dyes are still actually in quite good condition. Uh, this is your archeological self speaking here. <laughs> Hello down there. Uh, okay. Uh, the three men, uh, the, the guy here with the walrus jowls that I'm <laughs> highlighting looks up, says, good God, man. And the other two <laughs> kind of look up. <laughs> We're uh, here to help. I about, say, about this time, um, a red haired, uh, woman runs down the corridor and she's blurting out, um, uh, Jasper, Jasper, the entrance is, uh, the entrance has, uh, uh, the entrance has, uh, has collapsed in front of us. And she now looks up, uh, at, uh, the guy who is 30 feet in the air calling down. <laughs> I, I ah, go back, I go back to Gavin and make the stabity stabby um, motion and then shrug. You, you're trying to do I this sh- over the top of Recommend Ellisby? <laughs> yeah, like there's no room for you to get over one another. <laughs> I'm taller than them. I'm a man. I make the stabby stabby motion. Yeah. You're taller to Kevin, shorter than you, though. Is it? <laughs> yes. Oh. Three and a half feet tall, four oh. feet wide. <laughs> and you have a dog on your back. I, I make the stabby seven motion and then shrug to Frederick. <laughs> your dog agrees. I hand you a bird. Stab the bird. There, be, be happy. Uh, I know you've got that is so mean. You up there? Uh, calls the <laughs> calls the, uh, the the bushy yeah, jowl guy. These uh, tunnels are horribly unstable. It seems we're uh, we are all in the same predicament. Then uh, can you get out that way, my chap? We have rope. Oh, good, good. Uh, toss it down then. Uh, the, the young man, uh, actually, the young man token isn't here because he was going to die shortly. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's still a, a young man, uh, who, he looks like, uh, he is native, although he apparently speaks English very well. He's still trying vainly to pry with a crowbar on the boulder, and you can see, uh, the two shoes sticking out from underneath a very large splat of blood all around it. He's like, it could still be alive! Won't anyone help me? Please clear the way. All right. Seems things were worse than we thought. Throw a rope down. No, no, don't come down here. Can we get out there? No. We're blocked in two. Bully. (laughs) All right. Yeah, they clear you out of spot. Yeah. Well, uh, shimmy on down. Yeah. Anyone with an athletics roll, don't bother rolling. If you don't have, if you've got a zero, you will need to roll. Otherwise, uh, you get down just fine. Uh, who else is going? So far, it's just Hundegard that has uh, made himself uh, heard. Yes, because Marlo's next in line. I won't get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a dog to help. Mr. Marlo? Hundegard told me to... Told him something. Yeah, what? I don't Scott know what. I told you to shush. Oh, yeah. So do you want me to come down? I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 sh- I, I made reference to the fact there were others here. So, yes, head on down. Okay. I, I, I go ahead and slide down, but I do not do so in the military style that screams. Professional soldier? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do so in the fumbling civilian manner. Right. All right. Just drop your token down in the, the hallway there. They're making room for you. You can actually stand two abreast in this corridor as it's about 10 feet wide. I will commence with helping them crowbar out the gentleman. Okay, yeah, it's, uh, yes, the guy under there, there's no hope that he's alive. I mean, it's, uh, his shoes have been squirted off him. I mean, he's yeah, just a, but- yeah, this is, this boulder here is, you know, at minimum a ton or two, uh, and yeah. it seems to completely block off the passage. Yeah, but the but guy yeah. won't, yes. Know. 
he, he's not going to calm down while we yes. while we sit around here and talk. So I might as well help him out. Okay. All together, then, gentlemen. All right, well, Rackham. Uh, if you're coming down, uh, just drop yourself in the corridor there, Rackham. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So everyone does go down then. Uh, yeah. All right. The man oh, that was poor, speaking poor to you—he—he uh, uh, he introduces himself as Ah, yes, I am Jasper Wattleford. I am the uh, expedition leader. Why are you in my dig? Let's talk more left. Let's talk yes, more yes, left. This first gentleman, then explanations. Your young companion is quite frantic. Uh, he this may be our speediest exit. No doubt that's his brother under there. I uh, imagine that he is frantic, but as you can see, it's fairly a lost cause. Uh, uh, we else, can't move that boulder nothing, and... If nothing else, you'll stop him screaming and bringing down the rest of the tunnel around our ears. Uh, okay, this guy uh, that I am moving now... Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's dressed in, uh, you know, a fairly nice suit for someone that's on a, a, an expedition. Uh, <clears throat> it's a, a very sharp kind of top, uh, hat comes on and walks over. Uh, the boy is still screeching. Uh, Marlo, you're sitting there helping him dig. Uh, this guy basically pulls out a truncheon and just smacks the kid on top of the head. <laughs> I will, uh, he puts the, puts the truncheon. It's your long lost brother. Puts the truncheon away and says, there. The problem is solved. I will uh, <laughs> react appropriately as if I am surprised by this level of violence. <laughs> he looks at your horrific expression, uh, seemingly not to notice that it's a complete farce, and says, he shrugs your shoulders and says, it's a native. Are you English? That's a native? I, I also <laughs> look like a native youth. <laughs> well, that is true. You look like a native. That's true. Then he yeah, doesn't even, he doesn't true. even, that's uh, true. yeah, he doesn't even bat an eye at your concern in that case. Yeah. The boy is still breathing. He's just been knocked out. The other side of the hole, and they provide the speediest grass. I'm, I'm sorry, I can barely hear you there, Gil. That was entirely uncalled for. And besides, on the other side of this hole, present is our speediest egress. Uh, what wall are you pointing at? Uh, I am saying this to the man who's just pulled out a truncheon and clubbed it. <laughs> All right. <Funny. clears throat> kind of says and kind of a an, an accent you can't quite place because you can't place any of the GM's accents. <laughs> he uh, talks slowly oh, yeah. and says, "He said there was a problem and that uh, he might bring down this uh, chamber. I simply dealt with the problem." He crosses his arms. <laughs> I, okay, I'm putting down in my notes a jackass. <laughs> Uh, Jasper says, oh, yes, yes, this is, uh, my colleague, uh, Harmon Boggs. Harmon tips his hat at you. Nice to meet you. All right, uh, the red-haired, the red-haired girl from the back comes in. It's like, ah, oh, we have company. Uh, Angela Smith. She, uh, is wearing <clears throat> spectacles and kind of writes them on her face. Um, she's okay. youngish. Um, she's in her twenties. Uh, well, I mean, look at, look at the token there, guys. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. red hair, long, uh, has spectacles on. She is dressed, uh, she has like a, a um, like one of the, the white wraps on that a lot of the people are wearing, uh, at the time, but she is also kitted out. She's got like a notebook strapped to her side. Uh, she's got various implements on her waist. And this guy in the rear end here, um, is also a native, uh, who they do not Introduce to you. Alderic von Hundegaard at your service. Uh, these are my fellow explorers for this 
and for this uh, escapade, which is unfortunately I just see us all trying far. to push against the sides of the wall as where people go to say hi to other people. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's it's ten feet wide, so you guys do have more room that looks there. Hundegard, yeah. Hundegard. He scratches his chin. I seem to remember a paper. Hmm. Yes, this is not my first trip to the valley. I see, and yes, you're quite right. We will uh, discuss the matter of your intrusion on my dig later. Uh, for now, yes, it is in our, our benefit to help one another. Hence, uh, <clears throat> me strange allies and hopefully better friendships later. Yes. Who's holding the canary? Well, I have the bird. Oh, well, never mind. You're... <laughs> All right, so I, yes. Yeah, I can take the cover off it now. Ah, Maybe there's a dead alive. canary. <laughs> there is a dead canary. Oh, dear. Ah, uh, fortunately, I have Spike here and a gas mask. Y'all are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> right, we will need to get us a fresh airflow as quickly as possible. I'm afraid our tunnel has apparently collapsed with whatever happened here. It's like a rather nasty incident. Let us move this... Um, what is the situation on your entrance? Oh, well, uh, half our party got uh, on the other side of that boulder. Uh, we haven't... Actually, he goes up to her and calls, Hey, Professor! Shh! <laughs> oh, oh, yes, Shh. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Please. Oh, yes, Professor uh, Joseph Klein was with our expedition. Him and some men were able to get past before the boulder fell. How much is the boulder blocking the passage? Completely. Is it like, yeah. Is it, it like a tight fit? Or? It's a very tight fit. I mean, it, it is round, uh, but it, it's such an immense boulder that there just isn't any, any room around it that you can pass a hand or anything else. Uh, the cor, uh, the corridor where you guys came out of the ceiling is the highest point. That's kind of like the apex. And then down towards where the boulder fell, um, it's about six feet high. Uh, and the boulder is, it, it completely fills the corridor. Actually, uh, since you're taking a look at it there, uh, I'm just going by an alertness roll here. Just, it actually doesn't so much look like a boulder as it looks like a cylinder. Hmm. I mean, it's rough. The edges are rough. But, you know, yeah, looking at the floor and looking up towards the roof, this looks like just a very large cylinder fell into place. Oh, it fell down or rolled out? Fell down. Uh, well, Came out of the ceiling. moving anytime soon. Uh, are there the Anubis uh, murals here? Yes, if you guys will look at your handout there, um, what everything it says on that handout, you do see uh, around okay. you. Uh, I will... Uh, the So, three. is where that cross is before the pit, is that where the cylinder is? Yes. Okay. Uh, then I will... There's the Tyler. I will push the uh, glyph. Okay, are you doing this from memory, or are you actually looking at the sheet of paper? Oh, uh, would you I, a sheet of paper? No, no, I probably wouldn't. No. I'll let I'll let someone else in the party. I will. Yeah, what I was going to do is just tap a bit of Morse code on the cylinder to see if anyone on the other side answers. Okay, uh, it's rock, uh, so it doesn't actually reverberate much at all. Uh, it also uh, it seems to be very thick, uh, very dense rock. It's actually this does not seem to be the same rock that the uh, that the corridor is made with, much denser. Hmm. Uh, if you are a geologist of any stripe, um, <laughs> you don't need to make a roll. Yeah. It's just, it's, it is of uh, yeah, different, okay. different quality. Yeah, okay, right. Well, I'll tap on it a bit. I'm just sure. pretty useless to give up yeah. on it. And then I will sail up to Gavin and whisper. And, uh, Gavin now has a pool of blood at the, <laughs> on the bottom of his shoes as he's just stepped into the what used to be a human being. <laughs> well, for yeah. the first time. No, wait, I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, Gavin, press press the button. Yeah, I don't know which one. You have a dedicated. <laughs> but shh, 
The runes point, if you look, one of them points left to right and the other one points right to left. Which one's the right one? Right. Which, right, Anuba. No, not. Get the, we'll get our paleontologist look at this. I'm sure he'll look at the right one. <coughs> well, just we need- just like lean up against the wall and do it all casual-like. <laughs> oh my, what have we here? <laughs> yes, exactly. Do that. You're a spy. Do things sneakily. <laughs> If I was a spy, the first thing I'd do is not do anything spy-like. Do it sneakily, jackass. <laughs> Advance <laughs> this thing. We're gonna die here if you don't do something. You right, know me, the uh, others are undercapable. Uh, let me uh, right. let me set this up a little bit for uh, the people uh, who are possibly still listening to this podcast. Uh, the PCs have a translated scroll that actually tells them where secret locations are in this uh, this establishment. And uh, <clears throat> on this scroll, uh, it actually shows that there is a mural here um, depicting depicting a an Anubis figure uh, with a belt knot glyph. Um, actually, now that you're looking at it, since, uh, the, the drawing on the scroll that you have there, Hundergard did not do it justice, uh, go ahead and make me a roll. Uh, if you, do you have Egyptology as a specialist, specialty, by the way? No, no, okay. I have Archaeologist's eye. Ah, okay. Uh, well, go ahead and give me, uh, a roll then on your scholarship, uh, at anything you think is appropriate, although Egyptology would make it easier. Oh, uh, scholarship, no investigation? Uh, scholarship. Okay, rolling, turning up. Oh, plus one, plus scholarship. That's six. Um, I have, I may have read that. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. yeah, yeah, you, you might have seen this image before. That'll get me up to an eight. <clears throat> okay. Um, okay, uh, the glyph on the belt, um, is actually, it's a much better, uh, better, well, the, the, the message was just an approximation, so you can make it out better here. Uh, it's the glyph for he who sits upon his mountain. One of the names for Anubis, or also known as Anpu in the area. Uh, <clears throat> the opposite figure uh, is the same figure, but the belt is slightly different. Different. Uh, this glyph says, Wap Wawat, or which means the opener of the ways. Now, uh, according to the scroll that you read, uh, the, the belt on who, he who sits upon his mountain is the trigger for the trap. Uh, as in sets it off, or I thought it said disarms. Uh, you don't know. Uh, it basically says what it says there. Uh, it says push to disarm death. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Uh, um, first of all, uh, am I right in assuming that this would be a concentration of heavy gases, probably? Uh, you don't know, correct. actually. Uh, the bird might have been killed in the descent. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> um, the air doesn't smell. There's a knife wound in its eye. No. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I can't ask him to use Frederick's, but uh, Frederick's might look perturbed if he smelled something, so I'm just going to slowly lower myself down and see if there's a change in odor the lower I go. Um, hmm, okay. Um, it's gonna go on the same alertness roll for the scene, though, so you cannot check, you don't notice anything different. <laughs> oh, As you go down, you get more concentration, and then you get so much dose to pass out. <laughs> Someone press the freaking button! Let us advance! For the love of God! The other team Lord. is wondering what you are rambling about. What button? <laughs> for the love of Anubis! I want to stab him in the face so badly! Right. Uh, Jasper looks, uh, you're bending down, examining the belt, and now you're lowering your head lower on the ground, and, uh, he whispers over to, uh, the lady, to Miss Rackham, and says, Is he quite alright? Oh my god. Um, yes, he's an um, expert. 
Oh, oh, bully, bully. Have you found something there, Mr. Hundegard? Hundegard, that name, that name is so familiar. Yes, I am an archaeologist of some little renown, but there is gas in this chamber in this area, and I wish to ascertain its nature from with a more sensitive nose. I seem to have got dust in mine. Ah, uh, when you say this, uh, the girl in the back who was uh, Angela Smith, as she was, uh, pulls out uh, a couple of uh, test tubes from her pouch, and uh, she opens one out, shakes it around the air, corks it, and kind of swirls it around, and it goes from being kind of a, what looked like water to a pale green. And she lets out a little gasp and says, Ah, Professor, he's right. We're, we're being poisoned. Now, my dear, if you could tell me, is it a low-lying gas or is it a floating gas? Uh, it, it seems to be uh, lighter than air. It's rising. Ah, uh, then we all want to bear low, and unfortunately we cannot simply t- tie wet rags around our faces. <coughs> all right. Um, but another point of interest is this here appears to be a mechanism. Okay. Um, gesturing towards the belt. All right. Uh, and indeed, uh, since you know where to look, uh, you do see that uh, what appears to be um, not as good workmanship on the belt is, in fact, a knot in the stone, uh, which is, in fact, a button. Thank you. Thank you for pointing it out to everyone. Yep. <laughs> I was pointing to the one which is the Sasami thing, but otherwise I could ask some big questions. And I've just phrased it in a way which means that I spotted it rather than knew about yes. it. You <sighs> jackass. Yes. I'm putting you in the back, uh, the other guy. Oh, uh, 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 sir, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't mean to uh, offend you. Do you have a, are you a professor, a doctor? Uh, how should I address you, sir? <laughs> uh, just Herr Hundegard. I am. Um... Oh, very good. Herr Hundegard, could it not be a mechanism for another trap? It seems we are in dire straits already. I would hate for this to get worse. <laughs> Well, as it stands, things are hardly going to get better, but this one, I believe, should alleviate matters seeing from the inscription. This oh. one, I say, reaching out and pushing the button? Yeah, the, uh, which is our impression. Okay, uh, you hear a click, uh, but nothing seems to happen. <sighs> Perhaps well, time. Uh, and with that, button. it is at the two-hour mark, so let us, uh, let us take a break and let me start a new recording. Music in this podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod. More of his excellent music can be found at incompetech.com. We have several ways that you can comment on our show. You can send email to steamsteelmurder at gmail.com. You can join our public forums at bluemagic.com slash forums. That's bluemagic, B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K dot com. Leave us feedback on iTunes or visit obsidianportal.com and do a search for our title and find our campaign blog and more information about the show.
Hi, this is Ross Payton, one of the hosts of Roleplaying Public Radio. And, and I'm Tom Schertz, the other guy. Yeah, we do a uh, regularly updated podcast on uh, RPGs. Uh, we do at least two episodes a month. We offer commentary, comedy, and actual play. And occasionally and inane stuff no one cares about, too. Exactly. Our commentary, uh, each episode is focuses on a gaming topic, such as how to deal with large groups or horrible gamers, or how to make old games new and exciting again. Our comedy offers such uh, stories as the Law and Order, a fantasy uh, D&D version of Law and Order, and our actual play does uh, games such as Call of Cthulhu, a, uh, the end of the world as we know it. So if you're interested in any of that, uh, give us a try. And if you're interested in any stuff, give that a try too. Yeah, Roleplaying Public Radio, slangdesign.com slash RPPR. <laughs>